This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaring.com. Today is November 3rd, 2015. I'm re-recording the intro to the podcast. I got Bebe Calhoun and Sam D with me because we actually did a lot of talk about Mark Rick. And this is NFL Weeks. Nine picks and kicks, but we spent a lot of our kicking time talking about Mark Rick. I'm actually going to move that to a separate podcast, but we didn't really get to kick it about the NFL like we normally do. Um, if you're new to picks and kicks, we normally... Kick it about some trend or topic in the NFL, then go and pick the games. But this time we kicked it about Mark Rick. If you're in the Atlanta area in Georgia, you know Mark Rick, longtime UGA coach, is under fire. And it's quite interesting because he's been very good for a long time, but never great. And he has some fatal flaws. But one of the big debates is he's good enough where he can't just be replaced by anybody, but not great, but not great enough to where he shouldn't be replaced. So that's what we talked about. So so before we get to the picks, I'll let you hear a couple of minutes of what we talked about about Mark Rick. Again, that's going to be his own podcast. We wind up talking like 45, 50 minutes about him. Didn't want to drag it out that long, but I'll give you like a little five-minute preview. That's what hurts with Mark Rick. I, I wanted to do like a – I know y'all couldn't do a countdown of some of his worst losses, but I, I had a countdown rid of some of his worst losses. I think you should make that Mark Rick's own podcast. Yeah. If – and that's just on the top of your head. What if you start going back? I'm finna, I'm finna tell you some of his worst losses. Number five, the loss to South Carolina three years ago. Georgia was ranked number four. That's what we got no major house. When they was when they all they had to do was beat South Carolina. And the schedule laid out. No, let me back up. Number five, they lost to Boise State. So Boise State was a giant killer. They came to the dome and beat they had Georgia twenty eight to three. Opening day in the blackout. Opening day. It wasn't a blackout. That's when they came with them silver helmets. And they came with the new Nike uniforms. And no, no, that's Alabama. They had silver uniforms with all red jerseys. I mean they had silver helmets like that they metallic silver with all red helmets. Cause they look like the go givers. Yeah, I was watching that game. Boise State beat the shit out of them. And it started at the beginning of the game with Georgia tried to come out and do what Boise did. No huddle shotgun. And everybody was looking like, why don't Georgia and Maurice just do what Georgia and Maurice do? Take the ball and run it down their ass. Because they didn't even get the ball to Gurley. They didn't even get the ball to Gurley at all in that first drive. Boise State wound up kicking their ass. So that's number five loss because Boise State wasn't that good. They wind up losing to somebody else down the line. And it was ranked preseason number one that year. Georgia was ranked either number one or number two, one of them. I remember they was ranked number one that year. So that's the number five worst loss. Number four worst loss was South Carolina, the game you talking about. This was the same year. They lost the boys. They said everybody said that they could beat South Carolina. The schedule line cleaned up for them to run the table because the boys' loss wasn't that bad because it was at the beginning of the year. 
Those bastards go and lose to South Carolina, a team that wasn't good worth a shit. Well, man, that was first though. They had just beat somebody though the week before. No, nah, they lost the boys and they came back and said, "Hey, don't worry, South Carolina is the game that." Because South Carolina was top five too at the time, and they were like, "If we beat South Carolina, the schedule lays." Because they had this for two years, two or three years. If we beat South Carolina, the schedule lays out perfectly for us. In two of the years, they lost. One of the years, they won. That's number four. Number three was last year. They lost to Florida when Florida threw five fucking passes. Six passes, excuse me. The dude went, what, two for six? And Florida ran for 418 yards that game. No, I don't think they... I listen to the radio, so... Well, I was talking to you, actually, and then I listened to the radio. So I heard all about that one, Darren. That shit, that was amazing. Georgia, all they had to do was win the game. They go to the SEC Championship. Again, with another chance to sneak into the college football playoffs. You go to the SEC Championship, you beat Alabama. They can't deny you from getting in the SEC, in, in the college football playoff. That's the number three worst loss. But we don't spend forty minutes. We don't spend a long goddamn time talking about Marty. Let's transition to this NFL podcast. Exactly. So let's transition from Marty. Let's go real quickly. Let's do you sucking the Lewinsky Award, and then let's start off with the Lewinsky Award. Calhoun, you can go first. Got a seven hard nemesis. That motherfucker Drew Brees was a man possessed Sunday. Him and Eli, they both get it. It was, they broke a record, 13 touchdowns. Some of the bitches had over, what was it, 11, 1,200, 1,300 yards of offense? I mean, it was unbelievable. You got to give it to them. I go next. I got the Oakland Raiders. On this podcast, I said Oakland would be 8 and 8 or better. Right now, they 4 and 3, making me look good. So I give it to Oakland. Baby, who you give your Lewinsky to? I agree with y'all, man. That Drew Brees and Eli, man. That just, hey, you can't ask for a better, you can't ask for a better, a better game to watch a uh, situation when it comes to football, man. It's a long type of graphic. That was, that was a great, that was, that, that was a great game. So let's go to the you, sir. So let's go to you, sir. You, sir. Let me go first. You got it. So, to New Orleans and the New York Giants defense. No <laughs> way in fourth place go six or seven touchdowns against your against your defense. No run. That's that suck. DBs, secondary, suck. Defense coordinators, both should be tired. Darren, I'm getting used up to a team. Detroit Lions, we just talked about this guy. In the Georgia part of the podcast, where we talk, Matthew Stafford, he's doing the same. He hasn't progressed. He's just been always a guy with a big ass arm and a shitload of talent, but he hasn't been consistent. So it's he's like a girl who wows you when she's around, but you can never get her around two days in a row. He'll have you putting your hair out because you can see all the potential he has, but he can't do it day in and day out. So I give it to Matthew Stafford in Detroit because he's going to get everybody. He's going to lose his job there as a starter, and he's going to get everybody else fired with. So I give it to Matthew Stafford. I'm going with the Falcons. You let a rookie quarterback come in here, and at one point in the game, you're down 20-3. to 
You take it in the overtime and piss it down your leg. At home, division rival, you suck ass. But that team, huh? If you lose both our DBs, I don't give a shit. You lost DBs or your MBs or your MDs. I don't give a damn. You don't lose the Tampa Bay with a rookie quarterback at home. For one, you don't even put yourself in a hole to be down twenty to three. What's wrong with that offense? Matt Ryan, Shanahan, they gotta have to get some shit together. Because their offense has started out the last four games. You lose you you lose twenty to three to Tampa Bay. Last week you win ten to seven to a backup quarterback. You only score ten points. I mean they're looking like shit. Then before that, the Saints game, you look like shit. They need to get that shit in order. They sucking right now. Alright, let's go and start with the picks. First game, the Browns at the Bengals. The line in Cincinnati by 12. Do they cover? Darren, I got Cincinnati, but they don't cover. I got Cincinnati and they cover. So are you starting to drink the Andy Dalton Kool-Aid? No, they're playing the Browns. That's why I think they beat them by 12. All right, one o'clock game. Green Bay at the Panthers. The line is Green Bay by two and a half. I take Green Bay and I. I think Candom have real problems. I think they need to trade and get some type of help. They have to get him a receiver because. Baby, I know you're a T again, Ohio State fan, but he's not what's up. They got to get Cam. They winning because their defense is ferocious. So let me say that. I got Green Bay winning, but I don't got I got Green Bay winning by one, actually. One or two. They don't win by a field goal. I'm still taking Green uh, Green Bay. Yeah. Ted, you right about Ted. You know, I was watching that game. Like, matter of fact, I fell asleep. I didn't even know it got that close because when I was watching, they was beating the shit out of them. Ted was dropping balls that was just ridiculous. He sucks. But that, you know, that's, boy, they got a lot of flaws. The Carolina Panthers had a lot of problems. To defend my Ohio State people, he only dropped one ball. But did you see that, that bomb that came through to him? Yeah, that's one he dropped. But well, he don't need, he don't need to throw nothing else to him. What did that game it'll be? I, I want to stay on one thing on the Panthers because you made a good point. They have a lot of flaws. Their defense is just duct tape right now. Offensively, they are very flawed. Yeah. yeah. They had a lot. I agree. The next one o'clock game is Washington at the Patriots. The line is New England by 14 and a half. I think we all gonna say the Patriots win. I guess the bigger question, do they cover the 14 and a half? So that's a high that's pretty high for an NFL game. Yes, it is. Uh I don't think they cover I do. I know they I think they cover. Kirk Cousins on the road, yeah they cover. Hell yeah they cover. <laughs> <laughs> Next one o'clock game and the Titans at the Saints. Ain't no line for it, cause coaching situation, other stuff. Ain't no line right now. So just straight up, who wins this game? New Orleans. New Orleans. We all in agreement. Let me ask you this: What did y'all think of Tennessee firing their coach? I think he was like three and twenty something. It's, it's pulling the trigger early, but. I mean, yeah, Ken Wizenhunt should have been really fine last year. It was banking on Mario. 
It's a rookie. I, I think they fired him too early or whatever. Like, it seems like they don't really have a full plan because outside of him, they have a shitty roster. We're not ran, we're not Titans fans. It's not fair to him. But I was just curious as to everybody's thoughts. Um, next one o'clock game, the Dolphins, three and four Dolphins at the three and four Bills. The line is Buffalo by three. I start off, it's Darren. Give me the Dolphins. Rich Ryan them ain't worth shit. Hey, uh, Can I say something about Rich real real quick? He just talk. He just a like Mister Mob. You say he just said wolf tick. He's just a big woo 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 guy. As soon as you throw a punch, he running home. Man, rest them ain't about a goddamn thing. Like Dallas told the go getters, <laughs> uh, rest in peace, Dallas. Of course, we just they, he just got a good boot game on. Yeah, he got that though. He, but he 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 is who you think he is. He sucks. Who you got win? I got Buffalo win. <laughs> Baby, who you got win? I'm going to take, take the ball. Next 1 o'clock game, the Rams at the Vikings. The line is Minnesota by two and a half. Ooh, that's a good one. I take Minnesota. I take Minnesota, too. I don't trust Jeff Fisher. I'm going with the upset pick. Give me the Rams. Let me ask you this. Is Todd Gurley the best running back in the league today? No. Who the best running back in the league to? Freeman. Freeman. Calhoun. Neither one of them, but they're, they're damn good. They, they show what they can do with the uh, opportunity. I think the best running back in the league just got hurt Sunday. And it's all for the – that's the best running back in the league. Who is that? Le'Veon Bell. No. What? That's what I was getting to when I asked this question. Nobody said Adrian Peterson. Is Todd Gurley better than Adrian Peterson? Let me ask you that. No, no. All right. Next one o'clock game, the Jaguars at the Jets. There is no line because Geno's starting. Oh, shit. That's probably what the Jets coach said. What happened to Fitzpatrick again? He fucked up his thumb. I'm going to take the Jaguars. Baby, I like how you think. I'm taking the Jaguars, too. Is it just because Gino, why you taking the Jags, baby? I believe Gino. And Jaguars, Jaguars been playing good for the last two weeks. Yeah. I'm taking the Jags because I like the Jags, but more so because Gino ain't worth a damn. I'm about to say, I don't believe in the Jags or Gino, but I damn sure can't go with Gino. Oh, so it's the lesser of two evils. <laughs> Give me the damn. Give me the Jags. Next one o'clock game, the Raiders at the Steelers. Oh, I go. Pittsburgh, the line is Pittsburgh by four. Yeah, give it to Darren, upset pick. I got the Raiders win. I wouldn't bet that line. Keep sipping the Kool-Aid, Keep drinking. Uh, I hate to say this, but when I was playing little Cleveland Avenue, I think we would call the Cleveland Avenue Raiders. So I gotta go with Darren on me. Like I said, I and Bill was hurt, so I, there's no way I'm gonna keep Pittsburgh and you know that Bill. Raven. It's a good point. It's a great point. I thought I forgot all about that, and I said that shit. Daniel William filled in for him on the suspension. I, I got fake him. Uh, first four five game, the Giants at the Buccaneers. Line New York by one. 
I got New York. Buy more than one. The thing about New York is you don't know who you'll get down to jail with Mr. Hyde. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with New York. They're going to show you what you were supposed to do to James Winston. I'm going to take that same point and put apply it to Tampa Bay. They three and four right now. You don't know what the hell you're going to get with Tampa Bay. You got to think, quiet is kept. They actually played good the past two weeks. They had Washington up 24 nothing and wind up blowing that game. They had the Falcons. They were up on the Falcons, and Lord knows what the fuck happened. They wind up winning that game. I got upset. I got the Buccaneers winning. I think they trending. I think they're not good, but I think they're trending better than what people get them credit for. I'm going to remind you of that this week. Next 4 or 5 game is Atlanta Falcons at St. Louis 49ers. I mean, San Francisco 49ers, excuse me. I got the Falcons. I had on thirty. Oh, I'm sorry. The line is Atlanta by seven and a half. I got the Falcons. I think they 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 beat by more than stuff. And the only reason is I think that Kaepernick actually gave us more of a challenge than anything else. So without Kaepernick, I don't see him being us no way. And they lose Bernie Davis. Just no hope. No Reggie Bush. No, oh no hope. No, Mike Davis. No. The coach is an idiot. The Falcons struggle with mobile quarterbacks. Now, why would you sit them down for this game? Is beyond me. Unless okay. he's trying to protect them for the draft. Two. Blaine Gabbert. Falcons win. You said the right answer. Blank. You said the right words. Blaine Gabbert. Falcons win. I still wouldn't trust them enough to cover because. Nope. That's what I'm about to say. I don't. I don't. I'm not taking the line. Not with the Falcons, they'll falcon this shit up. You know, you know what they'll do. They're gonna do something. They're gonna they'll falcon it up. They'll wind up winning ten to six or some shit. But I, we all got the Falcons win. I think let's stick on the Falcons for a minute. We're in the Atlanta show. I told Calhoun, I well, I told Double R, shout out Double R, and Lynn himself. We all text each other. Is Matt Ryan the ceiling for this team right now? With him not being who he needs to be, is he the? Is he what's keeping the team back from being great? No. What's keeping them back? We make too many mistakes. Our D line, we spent so much money on all the big time players. Our D line ain't what it should be. You can't. I mean, you just can't take away from fumbles, man. It's just like turnover after turnover after turnover. I don't care who you play against, you're gonna win. So, I don't put it all on that rhyme, man. Numbers, numbers mean everything. People might say they don't, but, but every time I see Matt Ryan in two minutes, real, we get to where we need to be. That's the only time he have a free chance to be himself. So, nah, I won't put it all on that rhyme. You hit the nail on the head. They were talking about this, and I'm still some of Calhoun Thunder. On um, 92.9, the game on local radio station, they were talking about why don't they keep him in the two minute the whole game. I think it's certain reasons that um, I think conditioning for the team is one thing. I think there are other reasons why they don't keep Matt Ryan in the game in the two minutes for the whole game. But I I think they would be wise to at least try and not just wait for two minutes. You can do like basketball, baby. You you were a basketball star. You can press, turn it down, turn it on, turn it down, turn it on. It don't have to be press in the last minute of the game. You know what I'm saying? Like you can press anytime. Now, just because you start pressing on me, you have to keep pressing. So, I think that's what they should do with Matt Ryan in two-minute drill. Throw it in to give him some confidence. 
use it as needed, not just use it because it's two minutes in. I think the biggest problem with the Falcons is no D-line. Vic Beasley isn't coming up with what we need him to come up with. But I do think Matt Ryan is a problem. And I talked to this with Calhoun, and we'll let him make some points. But I talked about this with Calhoun on the phone today. And Matt Ryan is like Marrick. He isn't good enough to carry a flawed team to the next level. I think he's a bad player. Marrick make all the decisions, and Matt Ryan make none. He just do what they tell him to do. That's his job. He don't got the freedom as a Peyton Manning or Drew Brees. He can't, he can't do what he wants to do. So I, I, I feel like he can't fall it and they, and they his own decisions. Like. So you saying the offense coordinator handcuffed him? Yes. I, I believe they let him go and let him play his game. He, he'll be way better than what he is. Baby nailed all the points. Uh, you didn't steal it at all. Baby stole it. Baby, clearly he watches football. <laughs> and that's my biggest gripe when we on the on the text. For anyone to say anything about Matt Ryan is completely stupid to me. Yeah, he, he's having he's not even looking his best, and he's still putting up numbers. Like I had mentioned to you, what we're not even saying is this is his first year in a new system, and this system isn't even like the rest of the system. Like he's had a couple of different coordinators, but they're nothing like what Shanahan is doing. We're moving him off the spot, making him more mobile. More, his whole playbook is different. Shanahan handcuffs him, not just because of the dumbass shit that he that he not letting him do it in the two minute offense and hurry up offense, but he only plays one side of the field. And what yeah. what's starting to happen is teams is keying in on that. Whatever side Julio's on, Julio's the first read. Whoever next to him is the second read, and then they throw the running back or the tight end on that same side. That'll be the third read. That's why. Everyone keep talking about like Roddy White's not getting the ball because does he have it anymore? He's not looking at no fourth option. So by the time he's not, it's who's on the left. By the time he looks to the right for his fourth read, the ball is either out or he's sat or he's running. So Shanahan is a huge problem. That's why this offense is starting to look like that. And he's getting too cute with his play calling instead of just running the ball down their throat. You can't blame Matt Ryan when you have Thomas Dimitrov picking these. Bullshit players, and then we have a defense, regardless of if they fast and attack and run to the ball, ranked 28 because you got motherfuckers like Vic Beasley who can't get to the quarterback, and Corey Beerman, and who gives a fuck, and who the fuck is that, and who is this. You can't. And so that's why we look like that. And that's the problem with them. Same reason right now. The problem with the Falcons is still the same problem with the Falcons. You got to get some talent. I wouldn't even be surprised if Greg Hardy in two games had more sacks than the Falcons did in those two games. He came back two games, had five fucking sacks. It probably took us three games as a team or four games as a team to get that. And that's the problem with the Falcons. Alright, so let's transition. We all got the Falcons winning the game. For anybody. And I think we said covering because San Francisco is just a real butt fuck right now. So, next game in the Broncos at the Colts. The line is Denver by five. Who picked that line? That line could easily be uh, double this. The Broncos. 
Well, with Peyton Manning and Vernon Davis, there's no way you're going to lose Peyton State by five points. I got them by there when they game by, by way more than five. So I think we all agree this is an easy money bet right here. Yeah, that's, that's a horrible. Vegas did everybody wrong on that one. Ah, they did everybody right. They did themselves wrong. Right, they did themselves wrong. You're exactly right. Yeah, I think the reason it should be higher is nothing else. Regardless of what you think of Peyton Manning, Denver's defense is legit. Yeah. Like, not the. I agree with all both of y'all. Not to have this double. This line should be double digits, unless they know something we don't know. But right now, the line should be double digits, especially with the shit that's going on with the coach right now. I wouldn't even be surprised they took the line off the board where you can't even bet this game. Because there's too much going on with the coach right now. I'm going to tell you something. Quiet as hell. Not even quiet. This season, Andrew Luck looked a lot like RG3 to me. He looked horrible. Nah. And last night, he proved that he is what he is. So I can't really say that. He's not RG3. Nah, I won't. They're not. Uh, he, he, the other night, though. Last night, he did some comeback in the, in the ugly and the ugly game. Yeah, he but, not, not RG3. Nah, I, I still don't think they gave him a hundred percent great chance to start back again, but you know what it is, is what it is. All right, eight thirty game, the Eagles at the Cowboys. They always put the NLC they give the NLC East too much love on national TV. Too much. Every week they're on. The Cowboys been on we've seen both this will be the both they've played this team twice and they've both been national games. They both been eight o'clock games. And America's game for some fucking reason usually be this bomb ass cowboys. They're not America's fucking team. Nobody gives a fuck about them, man. The line is Philly by two and a half. I think what you say, baby? I think Philly by more than two. I agree with you. I was gonna say the line should be more than that. The line should be probably five, four or five. Dallas sucks. Give me Philly. Did you did y'all see the end of that Seattle game? It was like Matt Castle shouldn't be in the NFL. That was always finding a way to move. Out, they gave up the field goal. The defense played great to me. They were losing 13-12. All they had to do was get a field goal raised with Matt Castle. That shit looked horrible. But again, going back to our uh, racial quarterback uh, podcast, you have Blaine Gabbert and Matt Castle playing and Vince Young is somewhere on the couch. How? Over them suck. Give me the Eagles, man. That cowboy shit is a dumpster fight. All they needed was a field goal to win the game. Do you know how they how they think how they drive? I'm gonna tell you how the sequence went, Calhoun. Sack, incompletion, incompletion, sack. He took a sack to end the game. On fourth down? On fourth down. <laughs> Down, rolling to the right or yeah, he rolled out and took a sack to end the game. That's that's hot water. <laughs> it's Matt Castle. It's Matt Castle. We all got Philly Cup and we got Philly Cup. The Monday night game, your guy, Philip Rivers at two and six, with hosting the Chicago Bears. Line to San Diego by four. It's gonna be a shootout. You know, he just lost his uh, wide receiver, though, Keenan Allen, for the year. It don't matter. It's Phil Rivers. They'll lose more anyway, son. 
against Chicago? Man, I, Chicago may win. I don't know. Yeah. Give me San Diego. Give me San Diego by four. Give me that. Give me that, too. Give me San Diego and give me the four. Darren, I got San Diego winning. Just as somebody got to win this game. But I don't have them winning by four. Yeah, give me San Diego, too. I don't see, I don't see nothing else. Man, this is just one of those who games or whatever. So, that concludes this week's games. Thank everybody for listening. Again, this has been DigitalDarren.com. Catch us on iTunes, catch us on Stitcher, catch us on digitaldarren.com. We're moving our podcast to SoundCloud, so we have some stuff on SoundCloud. It's SoundCloud slash digitaldarren.com. It's SoundCloud slash digitaldarren podcast. We're moving stuff to YouTube, so you'll be able to catch us so many different places. Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, and the website digitaldarren.com. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend.